and welcome to day six of Podmas here on a Sideways Live podcast. My name's Leanne. And my name's Al. Welcome back. Hello, hello. Hi, 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 hi. Hello, hello, hello. Day six, you say? Day six. 19 left. That's all it is. <laughs> so we're not quite a third of the way through. So yesterday's episode was a little bit weird and uh, we were slightly concerned we'd wake up this morning and be cancelled. I don't know what that means, but I feel like it's not good. I felt like it was a bit like, who's that um, Who's that comedian, um, Ginger, um, old, who got cancelled? Oh, the name's on the tip of my tongue. You're probably shouting it out, listening to this, shouting out what it is. Uh, or Louis C.K., I feel like we were Louis C.K. yesterday. I don't know who that is. Is that because he was cancelled? This is a great <laughs> conversation, isn't it? <laughs> so what are we talking about today, Leah? Today we have we have a lovely voice clip from one of our previous guests and two of our favourite people in the world, Nassim Daniel, off mm-hmm. of Abu Dhabi in the UAE. That's right, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you looked at yeah, me yeah. those ago, is it? No, 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 no. It is, it is. And they've got a podcast called Our Wayward Life, which is fantastic, really good. Um, slightly annoying that it might be better than ours. Um, mm. <laughs> we, about a year ago, maybe we had a conversation with them and where they were like, what microphones do we get? And we're like, oh, well, I'll tell you what microphones you should get and what equipment. And, and then they just fucking killed it. They went off and just did some amazing, amazing episodes and, and they're just still killing it now. Yeah. And what's really quite annoying is that um, Daniel's voice is, oh my God. I want a bedtime story from Daniel, please. Oh yeah, we're in a WhatsApp group and the WhatsApp group is just called, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> because when you hear it, you'll you'll, you'll see why we call it like, why we call it that. Um, so if you have not subscribed to Our Wayward Life, then go and do it. We're not getting paid to say this. It's, it's, it, literally, they are fantastic people. Brilliant podcast and um, go and listen to them because a very different experience, I think, to us. Do you think so? In what way? I feel like they are living the life that we should be leading. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're doing it all right because they're they're like go to brunch every day and then yeah. Daniel sits there and makes like these cool things out of camel skin and Natalie's like this most amazing teacher who's making a difference to kids and and I look at sometimes at what we do today and I go what do we actually do today oh, I did a podcast and then I wrote a blog post not sure I'm making a massive difference in the world whereas those two might be I feel like I, you could see Leanne's Merry face Merry Christmas everyone <laughs> you see Leanne's face and it was a bit like it'd be like <laughs> so someone yeah. let the air out or something, something. oh man we need, to, we need to sort our shit out leaving a dramatic pause there for us to uh, I like it I feel like we should have like a <laughs> like some music like anyway so should we listen to what Daniel and yes just to quickly recap we are starting Podmas with things we wish we'd have known before we started to live and work abroad we got in touch with our previous guests Nasty and Daniel do with them and they have sent this lovely voice note so let's listen to the cool turns of Daniel and the sultry voice of Natalie hey this is Daniel and Natalie from our wayward life Merry Christmas guys yeah Merry Christmas everybody so if there's one thing that we wish we had known before we moved abroad it's that um, the people that you have known your entire life may not be willing to keep up with you 
once you move abroad. Yeah, you may lose in contact with some of your closest friends and think that, you know, hey, these are people I've known forever that I will always stay in contact with. Yeah, and that may not be the case. But on the flip side of that, the people that you meet as an expat living in a new location can be some of the best friends you've ever had. There's people we've known for less than two or three months that we talk to on a daily basis. Yeah, because we tend to have more in common, being like-minded, moving abroad, um, adventurous. You know, so it's not necessarily a bad thing either way. It's just something that we didn't expect to happen. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's our thing. But hope you guys have a good Christmas. Now, that's relationship goals right there. When they literally fill each other's sentences, mm-hmm. they're just, we've never met them. Um, not properly in real life. Um, hopefully we will do someday. Um, but they just come across as this most amazing, lovely couple, always doing something fun, always just, <laughs> I think at the Halloween, because you know, like the Americans dress up at Halloween, they don't go as witches and skeletons like we do in the UK. They go like, they just dress up as whatever they like. Mm-hmm. And I think you saw this, but Natalie dressed up as Daniel <laughs> and drew a beard on her face, <laughs> uh, went in shorts and uh, yeah, it was uh, just really good, good, fun people. But I think we've had our fair share of what, what they've experienced. Yeah. That was my cue for you to fill in something. I'm reflecting. We've talked about this. Yeah, no, it is. It's 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 really sad. And of course, you know, I think the thing is when... You remove yourself from your friendship groups. And I think particularly when you first start living and working abroad, you forget that their lives go on. Mm. So when you kind of plug yourself back in, whenever you're you're back in your home country, things have changed and things have moved on. And it is really sad, but, you know, you you do find out who those people are who are your ride and dies and they're going to be with you always, whether you're you're close by or not and I think also it's not always necessarily that cut and dry I think there's other people that that you might get distance from but then they'll come back into your life or I guess just the levels will change but yeah it is it is really hard and it's something that I really struggled with when we first started living abroad um and I think I'm better with it now and I think as well the I think it depends at what age you move abroad. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and I think I think if you're older, perhaps you've already realised that friendships come and go. People are a part of your life for a period of time that they're meant to be and then, you know, they transition out and others transition in um, and other people dip in and out. I think it's maybe it's just the nature of relationships in general. I think people in the home country are going to have this experience as well. But I think when there is that added barrier there, it might perhaps happen a little bit quicker than it otherwise would have. Yeah, I think it's a really good summary. And we, we, I mean, we, we can think of people who we were close to when we lived in Manchester, who probably haven't spoken to for a long time. Then we can think of people who um, we probably haven't spoken to for a long time, but you know that if you rung them up and went, Either, oh, I'm in the UK, they, they'd, change, they'd move heaven and earth to, to meet you, or you rung up and said, you know, I've got a problem, then they would be there in an instant. Um, and I think there's a certain amount of, um, <clears throat> I think there's a certain amount of sort of almost reciprocity. I'm not sure how the way you say the word, reciprocity. I might have to edit that out and put in my own, how you actually say it, look it up. Um, but if you, if, you, if you move abroad, then... You are literally out of out of their their everyday lives, and so by ensuring that you 
stay in contact with them, ensuring that you, like, I don't know whether it's the same with girls, but with boys, we tend to have a WhatsApp group with boys in it. And what we'll do is send horrific videos of, I don't even want to go into what the videos are. Um, we'll also send things like, um, you know, I, I hope you step in dog shit today. And um, <laughs> someone will send a joke and you'll go, oh my God, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. You are the worst person I've ever met. And all this is just kind of like us going, hey mate, how's it going? Oh, uh, things are a bit shit. And if something really bad happens, then it tends to be in a boys group is that you will make a joke of it. And whether that, the rights or wrongs of that, I think it's more that you're just saying, you're acknowledging that something's happened and you're doing it in the most comfortable way possible of going, that's shit, isn't it, mate? Um, and I just feel that by making the effort to stay in touch with the people who are back in your home country, you almost like have to make double as much effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had a point. No, I was just agreeing. <laughs> Double as much effort um, to ensure the relationship stays alive. Um, and uh, and I, we are in, we're in very different times when we first moved away 10 years ago. Um, there's a lot more, it's a lot more acceptable for, particularly for men, um, to talk about mental health, to talk about sort of, you know, relationships, to say, you know, oh, I love you, man, that kind of thing. Um I think that I've always done that um, because I'm not really that fussed, but, you know, I'll send like messages to my business partner sometimes and go, I love you, man. And he'll, and <laughs> it's a line from bad boys. It's like, I love you, man. And he goes, get the fuck on. Um, but it's that mm-hmm. kind of like just going, Hey mate, you know, really appreciate you. Yeah, I think you're right. It's it, yeah. The onus is on you as a person that has moved away to make the effort to stay in touch. And that is easier said than done, particularly when your day-to-day is filled with other things. Um, but I think ultimately, I'm, I'm kind of fatalist about this. I think, yes, there is definitely a need to put effort in and stay in touch, but also the people who are going to be there for you, the people who will be your biggest champions, the people who will ask you about your life and talk about the hard times, talk about the good times, they're the people that are going to stick around. They're the people that will always be there. And we're lucky enough to have several people like that in our lives. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And I'd love to call them out, but then that would be obvious to the people we're not calling out. So. <laughs> yes, of would. <laughs> and I think the other great thing that Natalie and Daniel said there as well is that the people you meet. Mm. And that's a funny thing. You connect really, I think, quicker with people when you live or work abroad. Like the... Like everyone's barriers are down. Everyone's just looking for someone to connect with and make friends with and relationships form much more quickly, I think. Um, And like you say, you meet people from all parts of the world who you never would have thought you'd have anything in common with. You end up having all the things in common with. And it's really cool to know that, you know, we have friends in Abu Dhabi who we've never met, but we know if we were landed in Abu Dhabi, we'd be around at theirs for, for drinks and dinner. And brunch. And brunch, of course, legendary brunches. And yeah, it's, it's ace. And, you know, we think we talked before about people like Andrew and Fanny who were on the podcast and how they came to stay with us. And you just, your barriers are down. You do things and invite people to things that you never normally would. And just say yes to everything, you know. If someone invites something, say yes, because they might just end up being your new best friend. Definitely. I think there's, there's something to do. I mean, I've got this idea of a bus or a train or something in my head. So you, if you come from it, from the UK and from Manchester, let's say, which is where we, we grew up, well, not grew up, but where we met and we lived for a while. If you're on a train in Manchester and you turn around to someone else and you say, where are you from? They go, Manchester. Then you're going to go, oh, okay. 
But if you say, where are you from? I'm from Withington in Manchester. Oh, that's where I live too. It's like the more of a bond. But if you imagine being on that train, I don't know where this is going. I hope it's going to be good. If you imagine being on that train in Europe and you say, where are you from? And they say, I'm from England. You get the same sort of bond. You go, oh, me too. Even though they might be from Essex and you might be from Manchester. And then kind of the further away from your home country you get, the looser the connection has to be to have a tighter bond. Um, So you might be in Vietnam and meet someone who actually is from Germany, but you're both from Europe. And so that's the, that becomes a tight bond. So it's almost like the further away from your home country, the less you need to connect with someone and the more it means when you do connect from, with someone. Like Andrew, Andrew and Fanny, you talked about before, Andrew's from Leeds. I went to university in Leeds. I lived in Leeds. My first business was in Leeds. So I felt that when I met Andrew, even though he's from Leeds, if I'd met him in Leeds, I'd be like, oh, I've not got much in common with you. He likes football. I, I like football, but I know nothing about it. Um, so whereas we met in Croatia, we're both from Leeds. Well, we both know Leeds well. So we're like, oh, we've got a common thing. I think feel like I'm laboring a point a little bit here, but no, I think you're right. Like you say, you, you've those points of connection become much broader. <laughs> Whereas you might connect mm-hmm. with someone who's from a specific place in Manchester, you then connect someone who's just from England or someone who's from the north, or yeah, you absolutely do. And and I think the one thing that really helped me, and I wish I would have known, is to take that shift in perspective. Like when you so if you if you move away from a place where you have a really solid friendship group, trying to replicate that abroad is impossible. Like in its, in its exact form, it's impossible because these are people that you've grown up with. They're people that you've gone through life changing milestones with or moments with. It's not going to be the same. But that doesn't mean that you can't meet people that you're not going to, I mean, that you'll create new relationships with. They won't be exactly the same, but they'll be different. And you'll share extraordinary moments with them. And it might be that you meet these people and your friends for years. It might be you meet these people and your friends for a couple of weeks. It might be you meet these people and your friends for one night, but you have the best fucking night ever. Mm. I think once you take that expectation of creating the same types of relationship as you have in your home country once you take that expectation away and just open yourself up to getting to know other people that's when you have these really cool connections and these really great moments definitely and i think that's something which would be we always talk about as being the 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 honest guide to living working abroad and i think we need what one thing i would love anyone looking to 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 travel abroad or live abroad is to know is that you are going to be lonely at times. You are. Even if you travel as a couple, you know, there's all the relationships you had had back in your home country, you're not going to have those. And it's very difficult to create those. And so you think about, it's actually the odds of you finding someone who is going to be a really good friend are like 10 to 100 times more than they are in your home country. Because in your home country, you'll probably both speak the same language. You'll probably both be from the same country, if not county, if not city. Um, So then what you start saying is, where's our commonality? Our commonality is around our interests. Whereas when you live and work abroad, your commonality tends to be around where your home country is. And so you've much got much less in common. And also you can go meet 100 people in your hometown and think that 80 of them are dicks, 
10 of them are all right and 10 you might see again. You go and meet 100 people in um, in a different country, there's a good chance that 50% to 70% of them won't even speak the same language as you. <laughs> so you're already reducing the sort of like the friend pool, um, the, you know, the pal pool, if you like, uh, further down. Yeah, and I think what we're saying is, yes, this is a downside. Yes, this is a challenge. And I think you could hear that in in kind of the tone of, of Danny Nasley's message. It, it is sad. It's really sad. But I guess the thing is, knowing this, would it have stopped me from living and working abroad, knowing everything else I know about the great things about living and working abroad? No. Would it have prepared me for it? Maybe. But I think what I would have really liked to have heard to have heard when I was going through that feeling of loss and sadness is that it's normal mm-hmm. and you're not alone and many, many expats and digital nomads feel the same, the same pain, the same loss. And that's something else to, you know, connect over. So yeah, it is a downside. But you know, that's just life. Shit happens and there's good, there's bad. Um and ultimately, I think as you grow older, these things happen anyway. They might just accelerate a little bit more. Accelerate? That's a new Accelerate word. <laughs> a little bit more if you move abroad. There's this joke that, um, uh, and this is not meant to be offensive to anyone who's Christian, is I think it's quite a funny joke. And it's like, the least believable thing of the Bible is that a middle-aged man... In fact, I fucked it up already. <laughs> the least believable thing in the Bible is that a man in his 30s had 12 close friends. And I think that is such a, I mean, that's like, ha ha, that's funny. Then you kind of walk away and go, fuck, yeah, that's true. That's true. So if you're in your home country, you probably only have six or seven close friends. You might know a hundred people, but you've got six or seven close friends. When you're away, that will reduce. But also what's really exciting is that, I mean, the, 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 there's a guy who who did a tiny bit of work for me, uh, writing. He's an amazing writer. Um, and then now we've reconnected on LinkedIn and we're chatting away and stuff. And, and, you know, I'm like, I feel like I know this guy, even though I've only spoken to him on Zoom once. And then we chat like every three or four months. So I think partly the pandemic, pandemic partly the moving away may, means that you rely more on asynchronous sort of communication like WhatsApp, like um, Facebook Messenger, like all the other, you know, LinkedIn Messenger, whatever you whatever you want to call it. And also we are getting into the habit of using voice notes a lot more, which I for one think is brilliant. Because when you send a text, you don't, you're missing, you, you've got 10% of the entire sentiment of the, of the thing. Whereas with your, <laughs> when you send a voice, you're getting like 80% of it, you're getting tonality, cadence, you're getting the tam- Tambra, T-I-M-B-R-E, if you know how to say that, then um, write to us at P.O. Box, teach Al to speak. <laughs> if you've not listened to last night, you won't know what that means. Um, so, um, yeah, so I think that's really, really good. So any, any closing thoughts, Leah? I agree. That's a good tip, actually. <laughs> voice notes. And yeah, I, I have a very close friend that we've been voice noting more often recently. And I do feel closer to her. You do. It's mm-hmm. like that. It's like having a phone call, but at a point where it's convenient for both of us. And, you know, she's got a little boy and, yeah, I think voice notes actually a really good way to do it. But, yeah, it's um, it's one of those. It is a bit of a downside, but the upside is you meet loads of cool people that you can call friends from around the world. Um, 
yeah, I don't know what else to say on it. It's, it's a bit shit. There's a huge upside. And I think it's fairly normal as you grow older anyway. Yeah. And I think the advantage of being abroad is that you learn to find commonality with totally different types of people. So, you know, one of our closest friends, I'm pretty sure he's 80 this year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, yeah. and to be fair, we have our commonality is that we get really drunk on on Slovenian white wine, <laughs> but, but still, like he's a really nice fella, and we—I don't think we would have spent, you know, we wouldn't have even considered spending time with someone who we just met, but then we met under very strange circumstances that were brilliant, and you'll you'll hear that in one. He was minute. our bubble buddy in lockdown. He was our bubble buddy. Um, that's quite a, quite a northern phrase. It's quite funny when you say bubble buddy. Bubble buddy. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, so yeah, so open your mind. Uh, accept that your commonalities are going to be much fewer and far, over, far between, but you are going to meet some amazing people. And you know what? Worst case scenario, you've probably got somewhere you can live or stay for a couple of weeks <laughs> in every single country in the world. That's true. And even, you know, if it's just one great night that you spend with a group of people, what an incredible thing, what a memory. Like you say, different people from different countries, different backgrounds, different interests, different cultures. That's the joy of traveling. That's the joy of living abroad is meeting people you never would have met otherwise. Absolutely. Right. Okay. So I think we'll call it a day. Um, we we have nothing planned for tomorrow. You know, you know the <laughs> format. We basically... Get a gin and tonic, sit down, record something, and then go, shit, we're going to have to do this again in 24 hours. So I will go and edit this, pop it on the on, on, on our Podbean, and uh, it'll be live very soon. And we'll see you again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.